Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, where we will take a deep dive into the NCFFL in all its glory, providing you, the GMs, the fans, hot takes and predictions sure to stir up controversy all along the fantasy football season. My name is Joe Norton, and along for the ride is Jared Campbell. Let's go! Episode 6 edition to the NCFFL Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. Man, entering into week 5. Just got done with week 4. We got a Thursday night game going on. We got two Thursday night games going on. Is there two? I just got in from, I had a work work thing going on. I only see one going on. What's the other one? USA and Jamaica World Cup Qualifying. That is oh, what. That is, is it? That's okay. what I'm watching. <laughs> well, you might not have anyone going against, you know, Rams versus uh, who are they playing? I forget. I oh, got it on. I, got, I haven't uh, seen it. Seahawks. Seahawks. That's right. So Ty- Nail biter there. Going yeah, on. I do. I have Tyler Lockett and Tyler Higby going. Mm. So, based off the numbers, this there they might not be playing. <laughs> I know. I saw my score earlier. I was like. I'm pretty sure Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford are playing for the Rams, but it doesn't look like they're playing for the Rams. But so I don't know. I don't. Is anybody who does, we got some? Uh, do you see? Timeout. Did you read the article on Chaz being like a best lawyer or something in North Carolina? I took time out of my busy schedule and actually did read it. Um, it was a very short article for being best article or excuse me, best lawyer in the U.S. Like, I I was expecting, like, a nice little write-up, maybe a quote or two from Chaz himself. It was very short. And uh, not a lot of content involved there. Almost made me seem like it was paid for. Exactly. That's what that was my thought process as well. Is I want I couldn't I I need to go back and look and see if who 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 actually like wrote it and if there's we need to see if he and Chaz or she and Chaz are Facebook friends. Well, I guess it came from a Sanford paper. Okay, um, and the paper—he's probably in the pockets of the paper. He's probably in the pockets of the paper. Um, I want to say the paper was called the Rant out of uh, news out of Sanford. The Rant is that a paper you're familiar with? I don't know. I'm not familiar. No, but I cannot say that that's true because I I don't know. He had, think, to, he had to pick the picture, though, right? Well, the, the funny part is that on the picture that, you know, when when you're in the media, you got to source your stuff. You and I know this, right? we got to right, source people right, right. Uh, where we're getting our stuff from. And the best part is it says source Facebook. So that's his Facebook picture, <laughs> which I find to be funny. But it's a great picture. 
Well, that's looks, true. Looks that's true. Looks like it's, a picture of a lawyer. I mean, he's always looking like that. I mean, do you see the way he would dress at the uh, uh, draft weekend? I mean, it's always like shorts, tucked in, polo, mm-hmm. some kind of fancy looking golf shirt. The one thing that I that I think I'll take away more than anything out of this article, and there's a few things I wrote them down. But the one thing that I will take away from this article about Chaz Post the third is from now on, Chaz will be referred to as Norman. Yep. Yep. So, so that's how I'm going to roll for the next 12 weeks. So we're going to call him Norman the rest of the podcast tonight? Or Norm. Norm. Is he old enough Norm. for Norm? At some point, that's got to be like a, you got to. No. What's the cutoff? between norman and norm is it 40 39 because 39 you're basically 40 right 38 i don't know but he ain't there yet but he's definitely doesn't look like a Chaz, right he He, looks like a norman uh, he does look like a Chaz. what uh what fraternity was he in probably some you know i don't theta pi chi or something i don't know them all i don't i'm not familiar with the fraternity scene but Crazy enough, so Tate's playing like this soccer now and like this three-on-three and this uh, random other family and the boy that's playing with them uh, went to Wilmington with Chaz. Is that right? Yeah, so I had to like got to find some dirt on him and and figure it out, see what – see if – I don't know if this was like his drug guy or not. Did you tell said uh, person that Chaz is one of America's best lawyers? Uh, I have not told him that yet. I'll probably mention that to him on Saturday. So if he ever needs anything, I'll uh, I'll say, hey, just hit me up. You might directly hit up Chaz. I don't know. I know some of my clients will ask about like speeding tickets, and I reach out to Chaz. I send him a text, and within like seven minutes, Chaz always either gives me a name or just like his response whenever you offer him like a trade question, it's just no. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's, the, that's that's Chaz where I guess he's got I guess when you <laughs> offer him fantasy trades he's uh he's too busy doing interviews for these random magazines for being best lawyer I quote unquote you. best upcoming lawyer in the country. And here's another thing I wrote down here. So it does say best lawyer in America in criminal defense for the year of 2022 by best lawyers. And it will be included in the 28th edition of the publication, set to be released later this year. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but what year are we in? 2021. So how can you be a best lawyer in 2022 when you haven't even lawyered in 2022? Uh, That's a good question. Like, he could go... He could go into 2022 and be like, fuck this, I'm going to be a bad lawyer in 2022. I, I don't I don't understand that. It's like a it's like this year's his contract year and he's getting paid and then next year he's <laughs> just gonna sit out. He's, he's leaning gonna, he's leaning on it right now. He's, he's just like, I'm gonna, gonna take this and run. I guarantee you in twenty twenty two we're gonna start seeing not just Friday pictures of him playing golf, but Thursday and Friday. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Now do so you think he pro- puts this on his resume now? What four-time NCFFL champ? Well, that isn't the bottom. But does you think this like he pumps it up to the top? I know he's not like putting this on a resume because he's probably um, I, I I don't know what they call him in, in lawyer speak, but 
when you are a uh, what's it called? Uh, when you're a member of the lawyer team, you're a, it's not like you're a made man, uh, but it's a, a you know partner. what I'm talking a partner. 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 Yeah. See, I'm not that smart. Yeah. Tyler Lockett, touchdown. Um, I know he's not, you know, he really? applying for. You're ahead of me. Yeah. Oh, a flag. Damn it. Holding, coming back. I hope so. I don't. It is. It's coming back. So I know he's not looking for another job, but do you think he puts like on top of his resume, best lawyer in America, 2022? No, he's not going to do that, but he's definitely going to have it in his card, like like in his in his back pocket to like pull out in case he needs to. He's definitely putting the certificate. What do you think he gets? A certificate, a trophy, um, a slap on the back, a hat. hat? I don't know. Probably you think, something, you something think he stitches that? Drawer. You think he stitches that onto his uh, NCFFL head as well as another patch? Like probably he he would. He seems like the type that would. <laughs> he would. He definitely would. He's definitely wearing that thing around, showing it around Sanford that hat. The other thing I was interested about is, are there so many criminals in Sanford that Chaz? <laughs> There's a lot. <laughs> is going to be the best criminal defense lawyer in America? I mean, I figure like this might go to maybe a city like Chicago or perhaps a lawyer that works per, in the city of Los Angeles. It's per capita. So the, <laughs> the, the people he's representing and the stuff like that per capita in Sanford is a oh, lot. Okay. So, so I don't know, but, uh, the other thing I found interesting, and I know you want to move on here, but I, I can't go. This has to be said. There was a quote here near, I forget what paragraph it was. So I'm just going to read the quote and says, quote, individuals targeted by the government for prosecution. Now, I never met a criminal that didn't think he was innocent. So all of these criminals are being targeted, but they're just individuals because they're so just the government's just targeting random individuals within Sanford and saying, you know what, we're going to charge you with a crime that you didn't commit. There's I I think this is a conversation that we should probably have him on because I know that people are going to be interested in that. Mm-hmm. And I think we could, he could, he would really, I think he could be able to explain that way better than him being able to explain his draft strategy. <laughs> well, I think his explanation would be everybody is proven. Everybody is innocent until proven guilty. But my process, my thought process is you don't get arrested for not committing criminal acts. So it's right. just a matter of time before you get into the, the pen or whatever. Yeah. But either way, very prestigious award there. Maybe I'll see him, at, you know, when I'm flying out to Scotland, you know, how they put like best doctors in America. Right. On the back of like your American Airlines issued magazine. Maybe I'll see Chaz's face in there when it says best lawyers in America. I don't know if they do that, but they should. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> By then, it might he might he might need to take out like the uh, the entire uh, page for that. He better if he ever gets to that though. He better have some kind of like inside joke for us to that we can see NCFFL 
something. I don't know, but I'm sure we he he'd love. I'm sure he'd love to. He 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 he's talked to some people saying that he we don't talk about him enough on the pot. So hopefully this segment kind of is people like he. I'm sure he's going to enjoy. Everybody else is probably fast forwarding. Hmm. So that's but, sad. What we got going on in this pod? Man, jacked up pod. We got a big pod today. Uh, obviously, we're going to hit up the rapid fire recap week four edition style. Like, whoa. Uh, bringing back shooting from the hip. We left it out last week. It was a shortened pod. I'm sure actually a lot of people enjoyed that shortened pod. But some people like to hear shoot from the hip. So we're going to bring that back into the action this week. And then also we're going to close it off again with uh, some week five matchups, maybe some other things mixing mixed in there, but that's basically the crux of it. You got anything else you want to talk about? Nope. USA wins two, nothing. Let's hey, go. Was this Let's the go. B team or the A team? Uh, this is more, this is like the A team now. Okay. So this is like, this is like legit. These games actually matter. They matter. That's good. So hey. This is trying to, trying to get back to the world cup. And where's the world cup situated this year? It's not this year, so it won't be until I think it's next year. Is it every two or four years? Um, it's every four years. Okay, but it's I think it's next. It's actually in December of uh, I think twenty twenty two. It's in Qatar. Cutter. 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 Qatar. Cutter. Qatar. It's Cutter. That's gonna be hot. Uh, yeah, well, that's well, why maybe it's it. December, but it's still hot. That's why that's why they moved it, yeah, to December. Still hot to, because it's going to be so hot. But C- Cutter's like the size of like Rhode Island, isn't that wild? How it's got to be. be a, it's got to be a little bigger than that. No, I mean I think they're going to use some surrounding countries to like actually play some of the games, some of like, the host sites, like Sudan. Some I don't know, but. I'm sure this is a shit now. Like Chad's probably like fast forwarded through this. He's like, yeah. oh, nobody fucking cares. No one cares about, about USA soccer. Ed, Ed, nobody cares about soccer, Eddie. Chad, Chaz is a me monster. He's like, God. me, 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 me. Just calm down, Norman. Me, easy, Norman. Come on, Norm. <laughs> Take it easy, Norm. All right, let's get to this thing. We wasted enough of everyone's time. All right, let's do it. It's time for the weekly rapid fire recap. Alrighty, boys, welcome in to the week four edition of Rapid Fire Recap. I'm gonna go around the league here, Jared. Gonna go around, see kind of what happened, kind of everything that took place, and we're gonna start it off with Brian versus Slip. Brian moves to two and two. Slip moves to three and one. Top of the NCFFL. With a 134-19 over a 102-92 victory. And in fact, Brian with the low man on the totem pole for the week. Lowest score out there. Um, Slip takes this one. Any surprises? Uh, I mean, Brian's team just didn't really show up. I mean, Brooks had a couple guys just kind of go off. There was a uh, Debo Samuel scored on like a busted. I don't know if you saw the highlight. It was like a busted seventy-five-yard touchdown. Where Debo, like Debo Samuel sighting is what it was. Yeah, well, he's like a number. Debo's like top five wide receiver. He's had year. two good games. That's why. Well, he's 
and he's 27, 13, 7. He's, he's doing, got 50 something <laughs> points in two games. That's not yeah, bad. He's, he's doing pretty good. I'll take yeah. it. I'll take it on my team. Um, but anyway, but it was just like a, this, like the, the corner and the safety both went down on like the whoever, and Debo was just sitting over there like wide out, like just wide waiting open. Waiting for it. And he was like, nobody was in 15 yards of him, and he catches it and he runs it for 75 yard touchdown. That was essentially like a microcosm of this like matchup is like Brian's team was the cornerback and the safety and they just went to cover somebody else and then everybody else just got so that's kind of what this sums it up it was just one of those things where it's just a bad play not bad uh, uh matchup for brian they just didn't pull through and brooks moves on to three and one i i can't explain it any better than what you just did exactly the, the only thing i'll say is What's Slip going to do now that Montgomery's going to be out in the next few days? And the interesting thing was, guess who picked up Damian Williams off the waiver wire for a massive, like, $34 or $37? I forget it was. Any idea? Oh, I know. It was Brian. He beat me by a dollar. Brian. <laughs> Brian. Beat me so by a dollar. Beat you by a dollar. And I, I, I think I put like seven dollars. You there, put like, three dollars. Three. Why even? <laughs> why even bid if you like, throw three dollars? Why even waste your time? That was gonna be one of my questions for you. I mean, what's the point of even bidding if, if you go three dollars for a guy that? Uh, it's just you just I don't. Figure you as guys a bear, are Bears as, fans. As a Bears, so I'm like you guys aren't <laughs> watching them, so nobody knows about them, right? Okay. Okay. Plus, you got yeah. Tariq Cohen coming back, so you don't know how much he's going to be in the mix with the new quarterback starting right. over there with Justin Fields. You don't know what kind of game he's going to have there. But uh, good. How about Slip here? You know, bottom yeah. of the barrel. He's three and Moving one. On. He's more pretty. wins. More he's wins. Gotta feel confident. Year. Yeah, I think if he picks up one more, he have more or equal his wins over the last two seasons. So. Just not this week. Kinda, Let's kinda go. Kind of hoping for you. Kinda Just not this week. So, all right. <laughs> we'll get to that. Next. So, next up, we have actually the Cupcake and Thunderdome divisional matchup. We had Brad versus Michael. Both teams moved to two and two. However, Bradley gets the slight victory here. Pulled it off. 123.53 to a 118.17. Did it on Monday night, too. Brad pulls out the win here. Yeah, it's a, it's a really close matchup that came, and, and Herbert kind of stepped up, and he did his thing and pulled through. So I know Brad was happy there because I think a lot of the points came there in the first half, so he sure probably did. felt really good about it. Um, a good night's rest. But it's a close game, but it was a sneaky kind of like there's a one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, six other teams that scored more than those two guys. So, again, I mean, Brad's just finding himself in rock fights all the time. So, this time he came out on top and he moved to two and two, and um, Michael just couldn't get it done. You can only beat the team that's in front of you, and he's he's doing that, and he and he's doing it with his main guy out on the bench. and. Yep. Might be back. That's might be back yeah, I this saw, week. I saw him on the cart there, getting transferred around. Um, so anytime you can get a win without your main horse playing, that's a huge bonus. Yeah, he got uh, lucky. I mean, forward. I, me obviously from my uh, name with uh, Tyler Bass kicked a lot of <laughs> kicked a lot of field goals there Lots. for Buffalo because they struggled against Houston in the red zone. So 
if uh, old Josh Allen would have been able to punch a punch for a touchdown in on one of those drives, they were uh, Michael probably could have pulled it out. It's amazing but, they uh, they scored forty. What was it? Forty points. Forty. Forty to nothing, and mm. and Allen only had like thirteen points, something like that. Twenty-three. I mean, 23 it's still good, points. but they just they got in the red zone all the time and couldn't couldn't punch it in. So one of those Josh Allen punches in and. Michael is feeling good, but now he's back to two and two with a lot of everybody else. Yep. Everyone's two and two. All right, let's move on to the next matchup. And here we are now, bottom of the barrel, bottom of the NCFFL. John's feeling good. Rusty, not so much. Rusty one and three. John moves to one and three, finally gets that victory on the board with 140.96 performance coming from his tucking my chub. And it remains Dak Attack. Not sure why we had this discussion on the Did You Beat the uh, Host last week. He thought he thought thought he was going to change it, but turns out he didn't, and he paid the price for it. 106 performance from Rusty. What's his panic meter? Because he's on a skid, bud. I don't know. I mean, it could be. I mean, he. Uh, I made a comment, kind of a joking comment, uh, yesterday. I think when the Panthers got old Stefan Gilmore. And I was like, oh, I got to shop off Calvin Ridley because I don't want him to be facing the pan. It's just too much firepower over there. And old Rusty wanted to give me my, my, my old friend from last year, Miles Sanders, for Calvin Ridley. I said, Rusty, I got the best running back on the Eagles team right now. Yeah. He's like, who's that? I was like, and I had the screenshot, like, he's got more points than Miles Sanders. So, that's what <laughs> it comes down to that, man. I mean, Dalvin Cook's banged up. Sanders is struggling. I don't know. His team might he might start hitting the panic alarm a little bit. Might. I mean, look at his the the other thing to look at is his his bench and his there's no promise on his bench either. You got the basically the whole right side of Denver's offensive line goes down, so Gordon's not gonna be doing too much. Um so the running game there is going to take a hit. So you can't really rely on him. Elijah Mitchell, that amount of money isn't paying off too well for him that he paid for him in the, what, second second week. Uh-huh. Thomas is still hurt, and who knows how he does. I mean, uh, I don't know. He, <laughs> yeah, he might, he might start panicking at one and three. Might start needing to make some trades. But, you know, trading with Rust, he's like trading with Chaz. If you don't give them the farm, you ain't trading with them. Oh, shots fired. Oh. All right, moving on. Game Speaking number of Chaz. Four. Speaking of Chaz, uh, two and two moves to two and two by the hair on his chinny chin chin. Beat yourself, man. You also moved to two and two, 149 to a 145 victory. Four points. Tight matchup. We had a lot of tight matchups this week. What what do you think kind of happened here? I mean, outside oh, I already, of I already knew Mahomes going for thirty five and Buffalo going for yeah. thirty three, it's tough to it's tough to win when a quarterback and defense combine for sixty eight. Yeah. So, but I kind of we ran out of time on the last pod. Was just trying to squeeze it in, but this is I would have picked Chaz if because I knew like Buffalo. I knew Houston wasn't going to score on Buffalo in Buffalo. Like, I kind of anticipated that many points happening in that because yeah. I just didn't think they were going to score. But, uh, God, man, my man Austin Eckler put up a fight for me in the Monday sure night. Did. Tried to Tried to make it a comeback. You know about those, right? 
Uh, yeah, on the yeah. losing end of those. Try to give me a fight for it, and I was kind of made me stay up all night, but it just couldn't. Couldn't they couldn't give him one more handoff to see if he could punch one in the end zone? Here's the other thing he's doing quite well in all of his victories is he's picking the top quarterback of his crew that he's got down there. Mahomes, uh, leader in the clubhouse at 35, yeah. and look at the other guys, right? 26 yeah. and 22. He picks either of those guys, and you're in the win market there. He th- I mean, that was the right play, though, that he does. Yeah. My question for him is I don't understand why he's keeping Tom Brady. He's never going to play him. When did he pick up Tom Brady? He drafted Brady. He drafted four. Jesus. Yeah, Christ. he drafted four. And he drafted. And I keep you forgetting that. I thought three there, was bad. And then I remember he drafted be. four. Chaz, moment of weakness right here. Just try to go trade Brady to somebody. Get somebody else just a little bit, just a flex option. Just go move Brady. If you don't want to move Brady, move him to Lamar Jackson. Who's just gonna go, give him anything for Brady? Um, I mean, it's not what I mean. Brady's good; like he's gonna throw it a lot. He's gonna throw it, sure. But I mean, I, so so Brady had a one bad one bad game, and it was this past week: yeah. 31, 33, 34 points. First three weeks, he's slinging it. So. They're He's, just gonna, and but you know, see, Chad is going to want like an RB one for Brady. No. He's going to want an RB one for every one of his quarterbacks. Yeah. So, but I'm, I've played him. I think I'll see him again sometime. So I don't. Whatever. I mean, it's moment of weakness has passed. So he can um, do whatever he wants to. Yeah. All right, that leaves us to the last and final matchup: myself and Pittman. I move on, or I move down to two and two. Unfortunately, Pittman moves up to three and one, and we got that coming up next on the "Did You Beat the Host" segment. All right, GMs, here we go. Another week, and that means another segment of with me this week, a familiar face, if you will, uh, GM Mr. Eric Pittman. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing real good, Joe. I appreciate it. You know, what is this, two times in four weeks? Two times in four weeks, and I think you'll notice that name, your team name, I didn't say, <laughs> you know, GM of the 3-14, and 8.26 ERA team. Um, I, did, I just felt that was a little hurtful, and so I didn't, I didn't want to say that, and I still think it's hurtful. Well, it's not hurtful if it's facts. You know, it's just, it's just the truth. <laughs> I'm sorry if my facts hurt your feelings, right? <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I you know, I always got to start this segment with, did you beat the host? So my answer to that is Cordell Patterson beat the host, I think. I just assumed. Cordell Patterson bent me over and fucking just, you know, no spit, no lube, just sandpaper finish right up the old aho there. Yeah, he uh, he did you dirty. I, do you think this is um, like if we were to Daryl Patterson's fantasy points throughout his entire eleven-year NFL um, career? Do you think that he scored more points last week than he did his entire weeks combined? So I actually did a little research. He scored 11 points more last week than he has since 2018. 
Now he scored more points. He scored more points this year than he has up to prior to uh, so from the beginning of his career till till this year. I hope you feel good about yourself. Here you are starting scrubs. You're just throwing prayers up, hoping that something happens, and one of them goes off for what was it, thirty-two points? Yeah, thirty-two points. Pro- that projected you. That that gave you the win there. You were not winning the game without a twenty-eight point performance from Cordell Patterson, and he gives you thirty-two. Yeah, I had a, a net projection coming into the game, and then uh, you know Miles Gaskin is trying to keep everything close for me. I think. And I'll tell you this too: the really, really, I almost, I almost was able to overcome that adversity of fucking Cordero Patterson. Um, if it wasn't for CeeDee Lamb, who just laid a nugget on me, basically 2.3 points, really all he had to do was score six points, and I'm, I'm winning that game. Um, you know, he kind of screwed me over right there. Yeah, the Panthers didn't do much, but they did shut him down. I'll tell you this, though. You know, you, know, you, you won the game. Fair and square. It's fantasy football. Shit like this happens. I mean, everybody loses by one point sometime throughout the year. Um, it just so happens that you ended up winning with a huge horseshoe up your ass this week in Cordero Patterson. I hope you feel good about yourself and your team. Actually, how do you feel about your team? If I can find an RB2 somewhere around in this universe, I will feel really good about my team. DJ Moore is starting to come into his own that I've wanted him to do in the past three years that I've picked him. And, uh, you know, Miles Gaskins just breaking my heart because I, I had a lot of high hopes for him. Well, I, I know there's, you know, I haven't seen any trades come my direction. Are you trying to make some trades any anywhere else? Oh, I've sent, I've sent trades uh, to Brian. I've sent them to Rusty. I sent them to Jared. Um, and I'm trying to get a slim gym for for Miles Gaskin at this point. <laughs> I don't think anyone's gonna. No, nobody's biting Miles. No, no, there, nobody's no, even coming not. close. I thought I had Rusty. All with right, him. let's miles for miles trade, but he uh, he turned it down. I tell you what, Rusty needs some help over there, sitting in the one and three land. Um, who knows? He, he might, you know, that panic meter over at Rustyville. Uh, might be a little bit ticking higher. Oh, it's in the red. It's definitely um, all right, let's red. move on to week. Yeah, it's in the red. Let's let's move to week five, and and moving on to week five means we need a. So, could you get rid of that team name since you're playing somebody different? And in that yes. different, you are playing a Mister uh, Brad Pizel Piz. Um, current projections. Got you 138.96. Looks like you got a defense going tonight, giving you a solid 20 points uh, at the moment. I don't think that'll last. And then Brad's only sitting at a 112. Per- I don't know if he's got anyone going tonight. Double check here. Sorry about that. I'm driving. Uh, <laughs> and A. Collins, I don't even know who the fuck that is. He's got A. Collins going. He's got .3 points at the moment. What, who do you think is going to win this matchup between you and He's got a he's got a flex player missing, so I don't know what his plan is going on in here. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what he's going to do. Maybe uh, Tyler Boyd. That's only going to give him about eleven points. So I'm feeling really good now. Um, yeah, as far as my team name, I don't know what I'm going to go with. 
I'm sure it'll have something with him being vertically challenged, kind of feel like it's played out. Panzer's played out, kind of like how he did her. Uh, so <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I got to figure it out. I got to come up with something good tonight. But I am feeling good about my uh, my, my weakness. I'm not going to divulge my pick. Obviously, Jared and I do that later on in the pod, so I'm going to keep that to myself. I think it's going to be a tight little matchup here, but here you are sitting at 3-1, and one, and I did, did I don't think that you expected to be sitting at 3-1, and one, top of the NCAA, NCFFL. Um, so that's got to be a great feeling. You're going against a 2-2 two and two team. Um, I don't know. This is going to be a tough one for me to think about, but I like kind of where you're sitting at right now. Well, I appreciate it. You know, we'll have to wait and see. It's early. You know, it's early. All right. So real quickly, we got about a minute or so left. Um, you and I were talking earlier today, and you were getting shot at. Can you can you elaborate a little bit? And then you sent me a picture of a, a fifty caliber sniper rifle. Which, that was <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So we uh, yeah we had firearms training today, and uh, part of our scenarios is. Um, I play the bad guy where we use simunitions, which is basically like little paintball bullets. They travel about 750 feet per second. And, uh, yeah, I was just getting lit it's up. It's got to hurt. Oh, it hurts like that. It's got to hurt. Yeah. It'll, it'll break skin. Are you and... wearing armor or no? No, no armor. I just wear a head, like a, a mask, um, just to protect my face. Saw the head mask. But, yeah, like my arms and legs get beat up pretty bad. But uh, you know when you get shot with Now, are, are, are you trying to put your fellow officers into a position where they have to use their firearms uh it's a test like at test like the moment at which hey you did a good job there that was the right right call for you to pull draw your firearm and, and shoot the perp yeah, or, we, yeah we it, obviously it's training but right describe yeah, we the gms why uh, we're doing this yeah so we use it as kind of like a decision making so it's um you know it's a shoot or don't shoot or if they use good good de-escalation skills i'll comply with them uh, if they use bad tactics if they set themselves up for failure i'll capitalize on it so it, uh, it all really okay. depends on what they do and then we break it down uh, via video that's used on a drone and then we go over it in a oh, classroom cool. setting so they can see everything that happened wow that's that's pretty interesting so basically what i heard come out of your voice was all cops aren't vigilantes and just want to kill perpetrators that's what i right right yeah we 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 try not to do that that's good it's good that you guys are putting in the time the effort and actually taking one for the team 750 uh i don't know meters per second i don't don't know what 750 feet per per second yeah oh yeah it's fast uh slip shot me with a frozen paintball years back at app state and that thing hurt like hell so i i can't imagine getting just <laughs> rapid fire from multiple sharpshooters that's got to feel awful yeah it does not feel good did it, you ever take uh, one in the taint or the nutsack i've taken one in the adam's apple one time and uh oh my god i yeah, just threw I, up thinking about that i thought i was going i thought i was going to puke <laughs> it, it took my breath away i couldn't i couldn't breathe or anything for a little bit <gasps> Well, thanks, Pittman. Appreciate your time. That's like how that's how we like to keep it here. Um, hopefully, you can move to that four and one position, and who knows, maybe slip falls off, and you're sitting at the top of the NCFFL and someplace you definitely didn't think was going to happen. But you got a formidable appointment uh, opponent, Diggs in the blanket, and we'll see how that matchup uh, ends up on Monday. There, but 
Uh, All right, man. Well, I appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Joe. Trying to get out of a DUI without a lawyer will change a car wreck into a nightmare. It's not your fault. The car ran a red light, traveled the wrong direction, or hit someone or something. Here you are just trying to have a good time, shooting some blow off a hooker's ass after pounding a few old Milwaukee's, and the 5-0 blame you for driving under the influence. Who knew? I know. I'm Chaz Post, the Sanford Hammer. When stingy, corrupt cops take advantage of minorities just trying to have a good time on their EBT card, I get meaner than a junkyard dog, and I don't growl or bark. I bite. So call me, Chaz, the Hammer Post. I got a big dick and deep pockets, and the bigger your check, the better. I hammer these corrupt precincts for the biggest checks. I do more to get you more, and I don't stop until the size of your check satisfies you. Just listen to a testimonial of a satisfied customer. Daquan said, Man, I received the best attorney services ever from Chaz the Hammer Post. I was smoking two blunts, had an old English 40, and I ran a few stoplights, hit a tree, and eluded Popo for about 15 minutes before they charged me with the DUI. I'll admit, I'm a little bit nervous in that courtroom, but with Chaz's big dick and deep pockets approach, I was guaranteed that everything would be fine, and the hammer produced. And I left that courtroom with a big smile on my face and an extra fitty on my EBT card. You the best, Chaz. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. So if you have a pending DUI charge, a free 15-minute call could get you compensated for the injustice and racism of these so-called justices of peace. Call 1-800-YOU-ARE-VICTIM. That's 1-800-YOU-ARE-VICTIM. Call me, Chaz, the Hammer Post, and get the money you deserve. Should we do it, Jared? Think we should. Let's shoot. Let's shoot from the hip. Let's go. All righty, Jared. Here we go, buddy. We're going to shoot from the hip a little bit. Um, how do you want to get things started? You want me to go first this time or you want to go first? Uh, you can go first. All right. I'm going to go first. I'm going to start with more of an easy one. Okay. This involves all the GMs. And we're in the harvest season, right? We're getting into October. <laughs> okay. We're getting into October. It's supposed to be getting colder, but it's not. It's still 80-something degrees here in North Carolina. But you know what time of season that is? Women in the high boots and um, pumpkin. Pumpkin everything. Uh-huh. I don't, we got mind, some, I don't mind pumpkin beer. Not I don't mind it either, and that's where I'm getting to. So I'm going to go. So I got four beers here written down, and mm-hmm. if you got anything that's better, please let me know. But I want you to correlate the beers I chose to teams to teams that we got in the NCFFL. So, and I'll give you the reason why I chose. So the first beer in the harvest season that I have is mead. And that's kind of blah. Mead? No, mead. Nobody likes mead. I don't even know if it's a beer. It's like a wineish type okay. drink from the Renaissance Festival. So we got mead, blah. All right. So I want to know if there, if a team is mead. Then the next one I got is Oktoberfest. 
right? Everybody likes uh-huh. Oktoberfest. Really good. Then the next one I have any sort of pumpkin ale. Now, I don't know if you got a specific pumpkin ale that you prefer, um, but they're good, right? They're okay, yeah. but you can't have a lot of those because they're really, you know, you can't have like six of them, but they're good. Like three of them is good, right? Then they're uh-huh. okay, team. And then brown ale. And that is, I didn't realize people still drank that stuff. And that's like your Newcastles and, and right, your, your right, brown ales. Right. Now, you got anything you want to add to that or maybe substitute? Um, I think, I think we're, I think I'm good with that. Okay. All right. So you got four to choose one. We can go rapid fire here. Rapid fire here. Um, and I'm going to start. I'm going to take the league here. I'm going to go league rankings, top to bottom, Thunderdome to Cupcake. So we're going to start off in the Thunderdome. We got Michael, young and swift. He's currently ranked second out of the NCFFL, first on the Thunderdome. All right. Hold on. I got to. So is this like. So we're talking about just kind of as the team now moving forward, right? Or, you know, to this point, what are Okay. They are – I think they're still the pumpkin ale. I think he's still – like I can't I can't quite figure him out yet. It's good, right? It's, it's good, but it's, you don't know how good. It's right? good, yeah, but you can't – it's too much of it and it starts kind of going back. Like I don't I, know. I just can't – like there's, there's pieces there that make it good, but it's just not long-lasting. So, yeah, I got to give Michael the pumpkin. All right, let's go to Chaz. He's sitting at two and two, hundred or five hundred and fifty-eight points. Okay, I'm gonna give him the top of the league in points. Might I add? Yeah, well, the, with, the, with four well, quarterbacks on the bench. Well, when you get he's got something like the defense there. Yeah, when they're scoring he's thirty-three got, points. I think he's got another defense that did that as well, but that's he's got a knack for that. So yeah, he does. He's got a knack for that. Um, I'll give him. I mean, I mean, I'll give him the Oktoberfest right now. I mean, yeah. it's good. It's I mean, it's so far, it's good. It's solid. James Robinson's coming around. Mm-hmm. Adams does his thing. He's doing good at quarterback and figuring that out. Um. He's still – he's – yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, he, he kind of figures out. Again, my biggest thing with him is his success really has nothing to do with drafting all those quarterbacks. His success has everything to do with luck and your defense scoring 33 points. I don't think it's luck. I mean, I it's think luck. that – I mean, it's not luck. I mean, that's a – that was a no-brainer start defense. I was like – I mean, Davis Mills – it makes me kind of start. To, <laughs> it makes me start to question, like, is the Panthers? De- I mean, how good is the Panthers' defense? I mean, we're probably more middle of the tier because we kind of let Davis Mills kind of like move the ball around. And I don't even know if they could, like Davis Mills got the Texans across midfield against Buffalo. It was that bad. <laughs> and um, so no, I mean, Chaz's big thing is like Brandon Cooks and Devontae Smith and those guys kind of are like actually playing well but uh so yeah but uh, yeah i'll give him that Oktoberfest for chaz moving on to you kick his ass tyler bass uh oh man 
So you're two and two, middle of the pack, like a lot of us here. You're sitting at 504 points, which is going to put you lower half. Yeah. Um, kind of got back towards the middle, though. I mean, what's the brown? What's the definition? Of, I mean, what are how are we defining that? It's like, do people still drink this stuff? It's brown ale. It's not as bad as mead, but it's kind of like, I guess it's okay. It's like your Newcastle. Like, you're going to have one, maybe two, and then you're going to remember why you don't drink Newcastle say, on a daily I'll, basis. I'll say, I'll say brown ale for me. I'll okay. say brown ale for me. And here's, I'm, I don't like my roster right now. I'm not a fan of my team. You're not roster baiting. No, I'm not. I just don't think it's great. Um, I don't even think it's, I think it's below average. They're just at least kind of what I've seen. Um, I was wrong on some in, assumptions. Um, so I'm going to say Brownell because, yeah, like you said, like you look at it and you're like, oh, yeah, I know Newcastle. Oh, I know, I know the, yeah, Brownell, yeah, I'll drink. Oh, yeah, I'll, wait, I mean, is it actually good? I don't, I'll order, I'll drink it, but wait, is this, is this actually good? I don't know yeah. if it's that, I don't know if I actually like this. Yeah. So I think that's a fair assessment from you and one that I don't think everyone expected out of you. So I think that's a you know very good quality to have in a co-host. All right, let's move to Rusty Dak Attack. He's one in three, three-game losing streak. However, five hundred and nine points, so he's sitting kind of middle to topper half, top half of the uh, points. I think he's. I think he's the same as me. Yeah. I think after four weeks, I thought he was like going into it. I was like kind of liking the names. But I mean, Hilaire's doing well, but like Miles Sanders, I just don't know if it's going to happen. Um, he'll have some weeks here and there, but then, like I, I mean, Cooks hurt, so on paper you kind of look some little can be tough. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll put him in the same boat as me. It's crazy, man. We thought that he was gonna, you know, be one of the top tier teams, and it's not looking that direction. So. I, yeah. I think I agree with that brown ale assessment there. All right, tucking my chub out of the snide, got a win over Rusty. I don't, you know, that's kind of like, that's like the Bears getting a win over the Lions. Like, oh. it's, hey, it's a win, but we don't know how good of a win it is, right? It's still right. the Lions. So, but either way, scored 140 points, 498 points, just below that 500 mark. So he's near the bottom tier. One and three. What do you think? Anomaly on that victory, or is this something that maybe he's trending in the right direction? Uh, I think it might be trending some. I mean, anytime you, I mean, is when you got Tyreek Hill, Keenan Allen might not be a thing this year. I mean, I know he's it's not, not looking kinda, like a yeah, thing right he, now. He might not be a thing this year. Um, but Tyreek Hill, Nick Chubb is very spotty i think where it just kind of depends on the matchup for him um so i'll give him i'll i'll give him he's i'll give him (laughs) as i look at his roster and he's starting (laughs) and he's starting james connor and who's this other guy james connor's just just vulturing touchdowns away from from my my Ola, my running back Ola Mead Zacchaeus Jesus. So yeah, I think he might be more like a brown L too. 
where you kind of like you see Tyreek Hill and you're like, oh my god, I got. Oh wait, he doesn't really have anybody else around him. Yeah. So he's probably like me. Alrighty, let's move on to the cupcake division. We got Call of Duty. Uh, slip three and one there. Four ninety though on points four. Yeah. So is he getting a benefit of facing teams that aren't just 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 aren't scoring against him? Because as we look at the points four, he's bottom two. He's actually sitting in eighth. Yeah, I think he. Uh... Yeah, I think we. God, we got a lot of brown L's. Yeah. Uh, he's another brown eller where I think, I think he's just kind of scraping by and just trying to keep above water. Um, yeah, put him in brown ale. See, I would almost give him a pumpkin ale because he can only beat who's in front of him, right? And he's doing it. He's doing enough, right? Granted, he did beat me by like one point, and I still can't stand that. Um, but I think his team is is better than we think. And it's going to start popping off. I would almost give him a pumpkin, but I think your brown ale assessment is, is right on. So next we got Pittman three and one as well, a five twenty six points four. That's going to put him right at about third. Uh, yeah, third place uh, near the top in terms of point four. As we see a doink off the left upright uh, from Matt Gay. Sorry, Bry. That's Ooh. minus points there. Um. What do you got for what do you got for Pitt? Three and one. I think he's an Oktoberfest. I mean, his he's one of those from a just a really his, good, huh? I, a good good team. I mean, I think so. I think I mean DJ Moore's been solid each week. He might have found something in Cordero Patterson Jesus to where he's probably, I mean, I know that's crazy to sound. Derek Henry's gonna do his thing. Mike Williams might be a legit thing. And if A.J. Brown says hell, I mean, I think he might actually kind of have a pretty solid team right now if, he, if the team can stay healthy. Can so, I make a bet with you right now? I want a $10 bet straight up. Cordero Patterson is not in Pittman's starting lineup come the last week of the season. Well, I can't. That's not like the last. How about, week. how about this? How about this? Cordero Patterson. What? Let, let's look at his points right here, real quick. This fucking guy, Cordero fucking Patterson. He's currently sitting at seventy-four points. Okay, seventy-four point four points. They got a bye week coming up after this week. I will make a $10 bet that he does not finish the season with more than 174 points. How many does he have right now? 74. So he needs 100 points in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 games. Pretty fair. I'll take it. I think he does. Okay. Ten dollar bet. Needs Cordero Patterson. Fucking Cordero. Fuck you. 
All righty. That's in the mix. But yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Uh, let's move on to myself. Here I am sitting two and two, second place in terms of points four. So obviously I'm doing something decent in terms of scoring. Not what do you think? Name. Not your team name, though. That's a good one. Come on, Joe. What's I get it. I under as a history major, I understand it. What's, <laughs> here's my only here's my only critique. What's CD's last name? Lamb. Why can't you do one if by Lamb, two if by CD? Oh, that's good. I didn't think about that. <laughs> I'll make the adjustments. One if by Lamb, two if by CD. I'll make the adjustments. I pre- See, this is why this is why you're <laughs> such a good cause. You pick up my imperfections, and we feed so, off each other. Um, I think our oh man, um, you are like if I'll give you a pumpkin. <laughs> okay. You're like a mixture of like a pumpkin Oktoberfest, I think, right now. Okay. So I think, I mean, I, I'm with Metcalf, Cooper, Cup, Lamb's still good. Um, Barkley might be coming on now. I think those guys are solid. And I think, I mean, I think that core is going to be kind of here to stay. And if you can just kind of piece some stuff around it, I think you might be all right. So I'll, I like the core. So I think I, it's, it's, Kind of teeter totter in between the Oktoberfest and pumpkin. Okay, that's fair. Moving on to Brian Thielen, gay two and two, a five sixteen. Uh, that's going to put him in the fourth play position in terms of points scored. What do you got, Brian's team at? I think he's a brown L. Ouch! That was a quick, oh. brown a quick brown L. God, he just keeps missing Lockett. Oh my God! And his finger oh, is not yeah, he right. Just dislocated his finger. It's turned the wrong way right now. Just dislocated his finger. Who's got him? Ooh, don't look at that, Brooks. John, the guy you're playing. Oh, thank you, sir. God, he just Actually, I need another him to locket touchdown. I need him to throw it to DK though. Oof, man, that that could hurt. Someone might be in the market, though, for a quarterback. Uh-oh, there you go, Johnny. Nah, he's about to get this thing popped back in. And Oh, yeah, they're going to stick that thing full of Novocaine. Who's oh, this he's... fat guy in here? Oh, it's Russell. <laughs> he's hurt, man. He's still going grab yeah. at it. All righty. Uh, brown ale for, for Brian. Sorry, bud. Uh, that leaves us to digs in the blanket. Here we are. Uh, Piz in the eighth spot in the NCFFL, two and two. 470 bottom of the barrel in terms of points scored two and two, but man, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's banged up. So, can how quickly can McCaffrey come back? So, I don't I, know. I, I mean, I. He might be another Brown Eller, I guess. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I don't feel like anybody's really, nobody's just like really, really bad. Would you say, would you give, if John lost, would he be a mute? Uh, I probably not, just because I think Chubb and, um, yeah, no, nah, I wouldn't. Okay. All right. What you got for me, shooting? 
All right. I got two for you. I got – all right. So, these are two would you rather. Oh, okay. From now until the end of the season, would you rather be Brooks or John? Team or person? Team. (laughs) (laughs) It's, I mean, it's, you got Brooks at three and one, John at one and three. You look at Brooks's roster, and here we go again. Everybody's getting hurt. Oh my god! I I want it. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just glancing right now for the for the listeners out there. I'm just glancing at the uh, at the lineups here that we got, and it uh, now with Russell Wilson. I know that's hurt. Oh, Zacharias, who? Ola Meads. <laughs> Is he fucking with us right there? You think John's fucking with everyone right there? I mean, Calvin Ridley's not traveling. Can we so. make another bet real quick? All right, this Ola Mead Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus? Zacchaeus. He has scored a total of 15.9 points. He's a wide receiver. You mean to tell me there's no other wide receivers out there, John? Okay. Um, he's predicted, you know, He's got a projection of 10 points this week. However, his points projection goes down after this week to three. Not sure why that occurs. Calvin Uh, Ridley's out. Okay. Um, Can we make a bet real fast? Yeah. Does Olamide Zacchaeus or Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus, does he, does he get to his projections? No. I I do I can't bet against that, so there's no <laughs> bet. <laughs> All right, I I would rather be slip to to speed this this one up. I'd rather be slip. Here's why. Yeah, he's got some issues going on in terms of guys potentially going down or already going down. Uh, David Montgomery, who knows how he's going to be out. The other thing, it's just a matter of time before Galladay goes out. The fact that Slip has Galladay on his team. As many times as Galladay has hurt slip in the past surprises me. I hate Galladay, and that was really one of the only reasons why I didn't want to choose his team because Galladay is on his squad. But looking everywhere else, I would much rather be Slip's team right now than John's team. When you have to revert to playing Olamide Zacharias, <laughs> Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus on in your last flex position because you don't feel confident enough to put in Christian Kurt or Devontae Parker or Naheem Himes or Sanders or Hubbard. Now he could be doing this just for shits and giggles. And I hope he is. Um, but it's just not look I no. And then with Russell Wilson going down, he's going to have to make a trade with Chaz, you know, the dark side over there, Tom Brady for Zacchaeus. There we go. <laughs> So I would I would rather be slick. What All else right. you got for me? All right. Would you rather rest of season? Would you rather have Corey Davis or Javante Williams? Didn't I just get rid of Javante Williams? No, I have Javante Williams, don't I? Yeah. Okay. Um, who's got Corey Davis? Uh, I don't know. 
tell me your thoughts as I check out that. Well, Javante Williams is struggling because a their their offensive line is in shambles. I think if their offensive line was doing well, I'd feel much more confident about Javante Williams moving forward. Even with Melvin Gordon in the mix, I think Javante does the job. They just they like they like Melvin Gordon because he's Melvin Gordon. He's got the mm-hmm. name Melvin Gordon. Otherwise, if they didn't have him, they'd be leaning on Javante much, much more. Um, I don't know yeah. who has Corey Davis. Oh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you do. Okay. Uh, so 31 points here. Let's see what Corey Davis has. What does Corey Davis have? Uh, da, 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 da. A little more. Where is he at here? Do you even start Corey Davis? Oh, yeah. 51 points, but. He had two good games. Other than that, like, that's the thing about Corey Davis. It's either a boom or a bust, right? He's either three points. Starting point, to boom. He's, he's either boom this week. Well, you Atlanta. can say starting a boom week one, and then he went to one point. And then he went to sure. six points, and then you were pissed, and you're like, well, fuck, I got to start him, right? And then luckily he got you 19. And now he's going up against, you know, Buda Baker over there. and, and Oh, no, they're playing Atlanta. Never mind. So that that could be a good play. Well, uh, I if we had you want to make a bet is what you're saying. Let's make a bet. Make a bet or make a trade. Tyler Higby. Yes. No flag. No flag. No flag. Not no Cooper flag. Cup. It's that about hurt. time. That hurts. Not. My well, tight I'm okay because Stafford. My threw tight end. Back in the game. There you go. Yes. Is that the first time you get, you've scored a uh, tight end touchdown in two years? I think it, it's up there. I don't think Gotta he scored. He 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 dropped a touchdown pass in the uh, garbage time last week, which would have won it for me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the answer is no. I'm not making that trade. I value what? I value running backs. I don't need any receivers. As you notice, I did pick up Josh Gordon, who's going to go just ape shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't believe no one else picked him up. He's not going to do shit, but I had to pick him up just because I love the guy and I always give him chances. And then he shits the bed, and he'll end up on <laughs> he'll end up on waivers by Monday. Um, but no, I'm I'm going to keep Javante because I value my running backs. All right, I got one last thing for you. Okay, shooting from the hip. Uh, are you done? Are yeah, you I'm done. Okay. I'm done. You are now. Jared Campbell, a shadow of Bear Grylls. So you are like a survivalist, but you're Jared. Okay. Okay. You get dropped from a helicopter in the west Western Hills, Colorado, Wyoming, forest wilderness, right? Right. And you're you're ten hours away from civilization. You got to pick two GMs, two to three GMs to let to that you would trust your life and survival to get where you guys need to go. I'm not saying it's not 10, it's not 10 hours. Let's let's call it let's call it three days, four days. Well, you're gonna, you're gonna be out there before well, you I know. can see anything. Who are the two to three GMs you're picking 
to help you survive and why? Uh, rusty number one, because that motherfucker is going to build a fire anywhere. <laughs> he loves fire, and he can. I know he can build something from out of anything. So we will have a fire every night, so I don't have to worry about that. Plus, I think he, he's a little outdoorsy. So Rusty's hands down number one for the fire. He's your fire starter. He's, yeah, prodigy. he's going to be the fire, fire starter. Exactly. Um, number two is. See, this is where like this is where it gets tricky. I think you're like the only one who's like has some kind of hunting like background. I don't think anybody else hunts in the no. league. Bunch so you'd of pussies. Have, you'd have you'd understand that and might be able to kind of help with that. But then I'm like, do I want to be stuck with Rusty and Joe? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's a tough decision. That's why I brought it up. Situation like that, though, I think we're going to be able to put differences aside. I'm going to go with Joe <laughs> because. I'm going to count on you to bring in the the game, the wildlife, squirrels, squirrels the and wildlife rabbits. for eating, um, and then the last one is going to be. Let's see, let's see. Uh, not Chaz. He'll slow. He'll kind of slow us up and kind of complain a lot. Let me let me bring something to your attention. When you are facing big predators, grizzly bears, um, other bears. Right. Right? You don't have to be the fastest man. You just have to be faster than the other man. True. True. I mean, if it's cold at night, Pittman will be good snuggling with. He sure will. He'll keep you warm. Um. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go with Joe, Rusty, and Pittman. Mm. I think Pittman's got some kind of like, he kind of, he might have some wilderness to him. Right? Here, here, here's why you chose Pittman. You don't even realize it. A, he can shoot a gun if we got guns. Well, why are we having guns when we just get dropped out into the wilderness? This is true, but maybe he can make <laughs> a gun because he's got a cop background. I don't know. Secondly, First aid ability. True. He's yep. he's trained yep. in first aid. You know, yep. we go tumbling down some rocks. Yep. You got, you know, a gash or something. He Poison can fix. ivy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think he that's knows. why you you pick, yep. you know, Pittman for the first aid issue. And if we do encounter a grizzly bear, I know you can run faster than him. So it's kind of like a win-win there for you. Or we're just gonna be like Pittman. Just go tack. Just go get him, Pittman. He could tackle the bear too. Yeah, I like it. Okay, good. Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah. All right, he's shooting from the hip, boys. Week five edition. Yep. Let's get to some matchups. I got. I got a lot of questions too in the holster. So coming up weeks. Rut roll. And if anybody has any questions you'd like to have, ask each other, just let me know. Yeah, drop let it us in. Know. Yeah. Call up the Anchor app and let us know. We'll, we'll, we'll answer them. Let's move on to the week five matchups. What do you say? Let's do it. Week five matchups. Here we go. All righty, boys. 
Get your ice cubes in your drink. I know I just did. Week five edition. We got matchups, Jared. We got matchups. And guess what? This week, we got the most interdivision matchups that we've had throughout the season. So we actually have three interdivision matchups. And just so for all those keeping score at home, the Cupcake Division is leading 5-1 to one, thanks to Brad's win over Michael last week. Thunderdome sitting at a meek 1-5. and five. Brutal. Not so much a Thunderdome at this moment. However, still Long early in go. the season. Long, Long way, way to go. go. Season totals, Jared, I'm at 11-9. You were at 10-10, sitting at 500. So we're only a game apart there. And last week, we both went 2-3. and three. It was a bad week for us. So maybe we can do a little bit better this week. Um, let's get some things started. We're going to go – let's go away from the interdivisional matchups. We'll start away from them, and then we'll get into them. So let's go Michael versus Rusty. We got a 2-2 two and two Michael versus a 1-3 and three Rusty. Evenly matched at the moment. Uh, let me see how – do they have anyone going? Looks like Robbie Robert Woods Wood. is going for, for Dak Attack there. Uh, before that, it was 147-1 to 149-3. Rusty with the minor edge. Who you got winning this? This is going to come. Looks like we got another game that might be coming down to Monday night as Jonathan Taylor's going up against the Ravens. I think Josh Allen, this might be a game where Josh Allen just scores above 35 points and he just goes crazy off. You think because, he keeps pace with like Mahomes? Yeah, I do. I do. I mean, the Chiefs, the Chiefs, uh, Chiefs uh, defense is not good. I mean, Jalen Hurts just went off on him. So, I'm. I think Michael's going to pull it out on the back of Josh Allen. I had Michael winning this one too. I think. I think Rusty's in a skid, and he's in a he's in a flat spin right now in an aircraft that he doesn't know how to pull out of. And even though he's getting a hell of a lot of points here out of uh, Robbie Woods, I I don't think it's going to be enough. I think Prescott's, yeah, they're playing the Giants, but that's going to be a tough game. Don't think that the Giants are are just going to lay over. Uh, And Dalvin Cook's not doing well. Yeah, they're playing the the Lions, and the Lions aren't great, but I, I, I don't see how Michael doesn't come away with this win here. Yeah, and I don't. I don't think I need to get much more into that. I, I think he pulls this one off. I don't. I don't know if it's going to be an easy one or a tight one, but I, I think he pulls this one off. So Mike's. I got Mike moving to three and two. Rusty falling to one and four. Man, looks like we're both on the Michael side. Let's move on over. Pittman versus Piz. Three and one versus two and two. Pittman certainly, uh, currently, excuse me, at least before this game. Was sitting at a 138.32 and a 11750. However, um, Brad's maybe holding. Brad's playing a little bit of the Jared game, I guess. Uh, I think he, I might be, he might be trying to hold out to see if here's McCaffrey, my first. Here's he might my be, first McC- Does McCaffrey come back? And I guess no. he's going to throw you, McCaffrey. I, you think McCaffrey's coming back this fast? I don't. Is there but, a need for McCaffrey to come back this fast? It's the past couple. Yeah, but so, does, I mean, do they need him to beat the Eagles? Um, I, I mean, it'd be nice to have him, but I also think 
Is it worth the I, risk? No, I don't. I mean, I think there's some gamesmanship where they're having him out there to make the Eagles understand that there's the possibility that he might play. Yeah. So they have to kind of. So I don't think he plays. Prepare for him. Yeah. So we'll see. I and I think that's exactly what Piz is doing here. A little gamesmanship with Pittman, don't you think? No. Who do you think he? Let's say McCaffrey's out. Who's Piz putting in? Well, Julio might be out too. I mean, there's both those guys are questionable. If neither of those guys plays, I think he goes with Tyler Boyd. Yeah. Although AJ Green had a good good game last yeah. week, but it's tough to tell with those Arizona targets over there. Yeah. But so it seems like you're leaning towards a Pittman victory. Yeah, I think Pittman's going to pull it out. I mean, yeah. Den- I mean Henry against Jacksonville, Rodgers, Cincinnati. Our, our boy Quarter L. Patterson is going to go off again. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Pittman. I'm leaning Pittman too, and you know, I really don't want to because he's still got that shitty name up there. Um, but you know, his squad versus Brad's squad right now. I I, I don't know. I I trust his squad more. Yeah. And I I feel better about it. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna lean on Pittman right here. Hopefully hopefully he'll win that one. We'll see. All right, let's move on. Interdivisional matchup. Let's go with me. Let's go me versus Johnny. Me All versus right. John. We got a two and two matchup versus a one and three matchup. Um, at the moment, I got a lot of people going right now, and it's not looking too good for me. John's got one guy going, Russell Wilson. Before the matchup began, it was a one thirty-seven to a one thirty, or excuse me, a one twenty-eight projection. Right now, as we sit, I think we're entering in the fourth quarter. I can't be quite sure. 31 points on my end to 10 points on his end. Not a very good showing from Stafford, Cup, and Metcalf. And I can, I can say the same for Russell Wilson. And it looks like he might not be coming back in. It does look that direction. I mean, so. I mean they had Geno warming up. So, yeah, I'm going to take you in this one. Um I think Chubb is going to go off against the Chargers, but I don't think the rest of his guys are going to be able to really kind of step up that much. And I think I can see a big day out of Lamb. I can see Barkley catching a lot of passes. I can see Waller doing his thing. Um, even Zach Moss might be able to get into the mix. Yeah, I think I think you're going to pull it out. I think I win this one too. And just for the record, I haven't chosen against me yet. Um, <laughs> You mentioned Chubb going off against that Los Angeles Chargers defense. That's a formidable defense there. They are no joke. Their run D is not great. Do you want to make a bet on on Chubb? Do you think Chubb's going to be Brad or excuse me, John's high scoring player? Um, I'll make a bet with you right now that Chubb is not the highest scoring starter well, player. Well, yeah, I mean, that, that includes be, defenses. Yeah. I can't take that without – I mean, I got to – I mean, is Russell Wilson coming back? I, I don't know. Does it uh, – Yeah, I can't take that. He'll be let's, let's eliminate Let's eliminate quarterbacks. Okay. I'll eliminate quarterbacks. Um – It's either him or Tyreek Hill. Yeah, Tyreek Hill, Tyree Hill getting the end zone. Um, yeah, I still think Tyreek Hill will score more. 
But it'll be Tyreek Hill and Chubb will be the one too. So Okay. Well no bet there. Yeah. Uh I'm taking myself. You're taking me. It yeah. looks like we're even through yeah. three right now. Um all right, let's move on. Here we go. Let's uh let's go to Brian versus Chaz, another interdivision matchup. Chaz is two and two. Brian is two and two, a one thirty eight to one forty one. Pretty evenly matched up based up on projections here. Who do you got winning this one? Currently, Brian's got two guys going, equaling 17 points. That's Daryl Henderson Jr. and Matt Gay, who has already missed a field goal and does have three points. Oh, man. This one. This might be our high score of the week. This matchup right here. These two guys, I think, are going to score points. For both of them or just For one? For both of them. I think both. I like. You think they're going against each other? Each one is going to be higher than everybody else. I don't think necessarily the, like the two of them are going to be the top two. I think they're going to be in like the top four or so. I mean, I see like Zeke's probably going to go off. Kelsey will do his thing. I think Deontay Johnson's going to do his thing. Damian Williams should run, be able to run on the Raiders. And I'll look over and James Robinson against the Titans should be fine. Damian Harris for the running back for the Patriots should be able to run all over Houston. Fournette's going to be able to run all over Miami. Yeah. It's all, it's just, I'm going to, huh. I'm going to take, I'm going to take Brian because I think Henderson is about to pop off some more points here in the fourth quarter as they have the lead. Well, here's where we differ because I'm going to take the hammer. I'm going to take the hammer chest post, Norman post. I think he pulls this one off convincing fashion. It's I, I don't think this one's going to be close. I think this is a game where Brian sh- scores like 100 again, like 106, one, you know, 105, something like that. Yeah. I, I, just, I, I don't trust Kirk Cousins. Is that home? I mean, I know I wouldn't either, so, but he's going to – don't sleep on him. And Deontay Johnson? Yeah, the, the Broncos secondary is not good. Okay, but you got Big Ben throwing to him. Yeah, but he's the only one they th- he throws it to. I don't know. And then you got Damian Williams. I, he's good. He did well last week. But now we, we're facing, you know, the Las Vegas front seven who showed how well they can work last week. And you have Matt Nagy trying to create an offensive game plan with his new starting quarterback, Justin Fields, and now a running back that's out. He can't do two things at once, Matt Nagy. (laughs) (laughs) So I think he's going to do okay because – Williams is a good running back. I just don't know if it's going to be enough. I got Chaz winning this one. All right, I'm going to take the I'm going to take the hammer on this one. All right, that leaves us to one last one. Slip three and one. You two and two. Currently a kind of easy matchup here. Um, currently sitting at a one twenty two oh seven to a one thirty. You got the edge a little bit here. You got two guys going here. Not giving you much help. Nah. Uh, Lockett and Higby both sitting at about seven. A little bit more for Higby. Oh. <laughs> I mean, 
looking after this game, I bet you were expecting to see more like a 24 or like, what did you expect out of your two guys going tonight? 30 points, 25? No, I mean, probably, I don't know. I hate when my guys play on Thursday night. I, I don't think it any, I hate sucks. it. I don't think any of them show up, but, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, was, I guess I was hoping for 20. Hit, hit, try to hit your projection. But I don't know, man. You're going to get the, 20. I, I, I guarantee you. I don't think, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, you'll get 20 because you got Geno Smith in right now. He's going to target. He's going to target Lockett easily because it's no, a check a down for him. Not if Ramsey's on him. Mm. Geno ain't going to throw it towards Ramsey. I'll tell you that right Who's now. Who's guarding DK that? They kind of alternate. They kind of switch around whenever they just kind of have a line up. So, if Russ was in there, I'd feel better. But I don't know about Gina. So we'll see. But I don't know. Both of he. This is probably like, like I just mentioned. How I think um, Chaz and Brian are going to score a lot of points. I think Brooks and I are not going to score a lot of points. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just kind of falling into that. So it's just going to be who can maybe just kind of get lucky. I mean, I'm having to start Mike Davis, Corey Davis. And, I mean, you know all about Allen Robinson. He's not very good right now. Uh, that's I mean, not true. Just, he's good. He just he's doesn't great. have he's a good, good he's, quarterback and yeah. a game plan. He's a after. great football player. He's, yeah. not a great, he's not a good fantasy player right now. He doesn't yeah. have a good system that to know how to get him the ball correctly. I don't know who's going to win this. I mean, I – this is your this is your schoolyard rock fight right now. Yeah, it is. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a bad rock fight, and it's gonna come down to I can't one believe of, one of I, these Tyler Lockett touchdowns that they've just missed on that would be like one of those. Some one of us is gonna get one of those, and that's really gonna be probably the 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 tiebreaker. So I can't I don't, believe I'll, it's that a you are so starting. I'll take, I'll take me. Jalen Hurts over your beloved Carolina Panthers. I, I just have I, to. Who else am I going to start? I'm sure you can find someone. You can't do it for like dropping anybody, but you can't drop Michael Pittman Jr. Nah, I might start Why aren't him. You starting him? I might. He, there's no difference between him and you can't drop Gainwell. No, I guess he's, he's doing actually pretty. He's, he's like the, the starting running back. <laughs> He's the Eagles' best running back. AJ Dillon? No, if he if if Aaron Jones goes down, hey, if ifs Dillon's, and buts. I know, but I can't. I can't Samaj just let it go. Perrine. I don't. Yeah, Perrine. Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon might be out. He might be going into the starting lineup. This God, week. if ifs and buts, candy and nuts, you'd be fucking four and zero. Oh, be five and zero right now. I'm going to go against the grain here. I'm going to take Slip just to make things yeah. interesting for us. Um, I think Slip pulls us off. And then I think Slip doesn't know what the fuck to do oh. at 4-1. and one. DK Metcalf. Metcalf again. I'll not, take a dip. Not lock it. That's all not I know. Not lock it. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Slip there, Dan. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. A lot of interesting stuff. I know it's getting time for, you know, pumpkin patch season for the wives. So, gentlemen, yeah. you know, plan accordingly to listen to the pod. Maybe you can, you know, stick an AirPod in and listen while your, your kids are getting donkey rides or something. And, uh, you know, don't forget Sunday Sundays, man. 
football Sundays. Yeah. Let's, uh, I'll be there. Be going. I'll be at the Panthers Eagles game. Are you going really? Yeah. Gonna go. Gonna go. That's the only I thing. Mean, side question real fast. And then I want to hear about this Panthers game. Cause I didn't get tickets. Um, you didn't invite me. Um, they're not my day. Somebody invited me. <laughs> Even better. Have you ever been to the Renaissance Festival? No. Okay. I've never been either. I really want to take the. I really want to take my family. I think it would be fun. It could be. If I'll give go, you an update if we. Yeah, go. if you go, let me know. I'll give you an update. So, where are your seats? Do you know? I have no idea. Okay. Who are you going with? Uh, Ron Dunham. Oh, good guy. I like that guy. Uh, yeah. He's yep. funny. Yep. So, be going to be there Sunday. So, I got half my roster not playing at like 1 o'clock. So, be like good to go. Even better. Just focus focus on my quarterback, just watching the game and watching my fantasy quarterback. You're just going to pump down roaring riots while you're at the game and just get obliterated? Oh, it might be Coors Lights. It, it Ooh, might be a Coors okay. Lights afternoon. I can't Nothing do too many of that. the roaring riots. Nothing wrong with Coors Lights. So, but – Alrighty, well, boys. I think it was a great pod. Welcome back. A little bit longer than normal, but hey, Jared, 84 minutes, and we'll probably cut that down. That's a pretty darn good pod right there. Let's do it. Alrighty, Let's get that's on. it, week boys. Five. Good luck on week five, Jared. End it. Dodge injuries. Guess right. Thank you for listening to the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. Just a reminder, if you'd like to get in touch with us, there's a way to do that. Please go to the website, anchor.fm, or even easier, download the Anchor app and search Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. There, what you can do is leave us a voice message. If we like what we hear, we will play it on next week's pod. Also, in terms of distribution... We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Podcast, and Radio Public. We are here to meet all of your platforms and wherever you listen to your podcast. But if you want the exclusive recording, please listen to your podcast on the Anchor app. For all of us here at the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, Dodge Injuries. And guess right.